So welcome to another episode of Beyond Fintech. Uh, today, I'm very excited to be at Money 2020. And as our first guest, we have Amos Kater. Yeah. So Amos uh, is the head of product uh, at Currents. Currents, as a name, is not so well known. But why I'm so excited is because Currents is behind one of the most famous payment system in the world, which is Ideal. Uh, so today we will be talking with, uh, with Amos about uh, Ideal and Ideal that we are a bit more fam less familiar with, which is essentially uh, lets banking customers use their KYC data to log in to non-financial products. Um, so I'm very excited to have uh, Amos uh, on board. Um, Amos, to, to kickstart, can you tell us a bit about uh, your background uh, and career so far? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And thank you for being here. So, uh, uh, Amos Kater, I, um, I started my career at the telecoms market. So, I've worked uh, 15 years at KPN, what's yeah. the incumbent telco in the Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, did there a lot of innovations, including mobile payments. Yeah. Uh, very, very early days, uh, mobile commerce, mobile payments. Uh, then I moved away from KPN and stepped into the consultancy. Uh, the first few years in consultancy, around innovation management. And then I moved to another company where I really was heading the consultancy part uh, for mobile payments, payments and later on also identity. Yeah. Uh, what was really nice, I really still feel myself a little bit as one of the people introducing mobile payments uh, in the Netherlands, but also closely involved in other countries like uh, Norway and Germany, where we did a lot of projects. Uh, and then after 10 years consultancy, I really want to be uh, uh, involved in the product and owner of a product. And that's what I currently do at Currents, where I indeed uh, head the, the products uh, group. What's the responsibility of Ideal and also Eden and, and eMandate's product as well. Thank you so much. So in previous episodes of Beyond Fintech, we have already covered the angle of uh, basically telecommunications and, and banking. Given your experience, I would be super keen to, uh, to hear about your thoughts on, on basically how the financial uh, industry is getting closer to um, experiencing the challenges of the telecom industry. Yeah, that, that, for me, it, it's a quite simple uh, question. It's, uh, telecoms really faced a challenge and they became more or less the bit pipe of the industry. So yeah. they really, they transfer the data and that's where they're good at. Yeah. Um, but it's really the, the, the big techs like Google, uh, Apple, Amazon that really more or less own the customer more and more. So, you know, and um, in banking, there is the same challenge coming up. You know, I always say banks, be careful that you don't become the money pipe. Yeah. Uh, stay with your customers, stay connected with your, with your customers. And I think that's the challenge that banks see nowadays. Uh, and it can be a an, an, an decision on purpose from a bank to become a money pipe, but I think there are still a lot of opportunities to bring much more value than only being the money pipe for banks. And, then, and we'd like to help them with that. Yeah, and it totally makes sense. And what we have achieved with actually currency is quite unique, like it has been launched in, uh, I believe, 2005 and putting together uh, basically all major Dutch banks to, to make them create this amazing payment system, which is ideal, which essentially lets Dutch people experience the power of open banking uh, much uh, before or much ahead of time. 
Um, can you tell us in the day-to-day -day how you are able to manage like essentially customer expectations, customer experience, handling more traditional banks, like how does it work? Yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a good question and indeed in 2005 we introduced Ideal, so it's now almost 60 years old. Um, and um, when we started, it was based on what we call XML technology. It's a little bit old technology nowadays, but in that moment of time, there was an, an urgent need from merchants to yeah. be connected to the consumers. And, um, and that's what we did. Yeah. And, and, and nowadays, we have more than 200,000 merchants connected to the ideal scheme. Um, and consumers that use it a lot. You know, I always say to friends, be aware the average person in the Netherlands uses Ideal once every five days. Yeah. What I think indeed it is, we are really proud on those numbers. Um, currently we renew Ideal as well, so we want to be able to even offer more consumer oriented services as well, because we think that next to the merchants the balance needs to be a little bit more also to consumers. And we will move away from XML to APIs. Uh, what helps is to make the connection with the banks easier, because indeed yeah. you're absolutely right. One of the challenges we have is that for every change that we want to make, we need the issuing banks. Yeah. And we believe with this uh, API infrastructure that we currently set up, it's easier for, the, for, for us to innovate and have extra services there. Yeah. Interestingly enough, if I ask Dutch people like, what can we do better of Ideal? They say, nothing. It's, it's all running smoothly. Um, and that's good news. So we are uh, still on time to move to the next phase. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just thinking you are actually in a quite unique uh, situation because while open banking and PSD2 has been essentially regulatory led and a bit against the will of the banks giving access to the data, like this initiative of Currents has been actually led by the, the banks for the benefits of the customers. So are there some maybe advice that you would like to, uh, to give to people going through like the, the, the journey of open banking and PSD2? Yeah, so that, it, it, that, that's a very interesting question. Uh, first of all, don't underestimate the power that the banks still have. You know, they, they are big uh, and, and they have a, a really good relation with, with the consumers. So if you as a, a, a fintech or small company want to get into this market, you will not get into it. Because payments is a lot about trust. Yeah. And if you don't know the company, yeah. it's very difficult to really get this trust. So use the trust that consumers have, and by the way, merchants as well, with the existing banks. But make services so easy that the consumers say, I like to have this service. Um, and I think, uh, to be honest, that, that one of the maybe mistakes of the PSD2 regulation, from my perspective, is that an issuing bank doesn't receive money for it. Yeah. So we create value, but yeah. the issuing bank that owns this consumer has, has nothing to earn with it. Yeah. So I would say one of the most important things is work together with the issuing banks and give them a fair share. Which totally makes sense, and we have seen come across like the, the concept of premium APIs, right? But the truth is that yes, like the basic APIs don't have any remuneration attached to it, and so yeah. asking banks to open up the data is, has been something that has been challenging essentially to, to make PSD2 uh, work. Yeah. Um, I would like to jump into IDIN now because. Yeah. 
everybody knows ideal in the fintech industry. I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. But I was not aware of, uh, of IADIN. So can you tell us a bit more about it, uh, what it is about, the youth case it solves, but also how you came up with this idea, essentially? Yeah, so, so it, it's, it, we, I think it's five years ago, before I joined Currents, that IADIN already uh, uh, did see the light. And um, essentially, it, it's, it's almost the same as IDEAL. It, it uses the same currently XML technology. It's using the same way of logging in. But what you do is that indeed you can share uh, credentials that are stored with the bank. So more or less there are four product categories we have in, in uh, Eden. Yeah. The, the first one is very basic, it's login. Yeah. So it's um, you approve that you use the authentication method of the bank to log in at a merchant. And um, a consumer has uh, uniquely signed up with this merchant. So there's a unique, what we call, um, a number attached to the merchant, uh, and to you and that merchant. So that's the login part. And then we have um, the possibility to share the available data, like for example, your, your name, your address, uh, your birthday, um, and also uh, email address and phone number if you store that at the bank. Um, you give consent yourself that you share this data, uh, but it's the full set. And we learned that uh, sometimes consumers are not happy to share things with the um, uh, parties, with the merchants or what we call um, um, the, uh, the people accepting it. Um, so we also have a service that we call as age check. Yeah. And it's just proving that you're above the uh, 18 in this case. Yeah. What's quite relevant for quite some sectors that are regulated and need to approve that you're above 18. And then uh, we recently introduced that you can also sign a contract with Eden. Yeah. And we call it Eden signing. Uh, and that's on uh, an AIDA uh, um, advanced electronic signature level. Uh, and, and we really believe that there's market for that as well. So um, it's a very nice product. It's, um, in our opinion, not used enough. Uh, if you ask, and an, I would say an average fintech like we have a product that's used around 700,000 times per month. Yeah. Then they will say, wow, that's a lot for an identity product. Yeah. Uh, but if we compare it with um, Ideal, where we are around 95 million times yeah. uh, per month, it's a huge difference. Yeah, so it, it totally makes sense and it's like a brilliant service. So I actually, as a last question, I would like to get your thoughts about where do you think like this merger between financial services and digital identity will go essentially yeah so so I, I think digital identity is more or less the core of the payments anyhow you know if you don't know who it is you yeah. cannot accept the payments and uh, in generally but I think there is in, in in the new let's say the smart commerce domain a lot will happen because uh, think about uh, I rent a car, you rent a car, uh, and you need to identify with your driver's license. But yeah. if we can authenticate that you are Sophie, yeah. and you give approval that we can fetch your um, driver's license details, I can send it to the rental company. And by the way, if you also give consent yeah. that we share um, your insurance history, probably you get a reduction at the rental company as well, because they know your your insurance history, yeah. they know that you have a driver's license and you pay in once. Um, 
So I really believe that, that smart commerce is the future where we mix the identity yeah. and, and, and the payment as last part. Yeah. And data sharing. Thank you so much, Amos. You're welcome. <laughs>